0: Welcome. Welcome, everybody. Real quick. (laughs) um, The Cable Guy episode, I mistook an actor. I thought it was Nate Mooney who plays Ryan McPoyle in It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Turns out the actor is Sean Whalen, Mm. who plays Lion McPoyle in Season 11, Episode 7, McPoyle versus Ponderosa, The Trial of the Century. So I just want to make this, that addendum for everybody. This is super
1: important. Um mm-hmm. I I know I've been thinking about it ever since we ended our episode. <laughs> I was like, I was like, God, I feel like you had that wrong, but I just don't know. <laughs> 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 well, Corey, thank you for thank you for that. Yes. We appreciate it. Yes. Um
0: thank you. You're we're, welcome. Thank
1: we're, we're here again, everybody. Welcome back. back. We did it. We're here. Welcome to another look. I'm Will. I'm Corey. And we're gonna talk about. A movie that has a PG 13 rating of uh, mm. adventure, violence, and scary images. It's not
0: Jaws because that's PG. That's right.
1: But PG before the PG 13 mm-hmm. came around. That's my bum, Ray Winstone impression. <laughs>
0: He's a bad guy spoilers
1: <laughs> Remember he's like he's like a. Tr- what are you a triple
0: agent? <laughs> yeah, so, so good. he's like no, nah, I just lied
1: Okay, we're, we're getting ahead of yeah, ourselves. Yeah. Yeah name yeah. the movie Indiana Jones and the kingdom of the crystal skull sweet Um this is the fourth film in the Indiana Jones series. Not the mm. final one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As we have the Dial of Destiny coming out. That's right. Uh, June 30th, I believe. Mm. Yeah, end of the month. So
0: The first Spielberg movie that we're talking about.
1: That's not true. Yes,
0: it is. Because AI is a Stanley Kubrick <laughs> oh, film. Oh, you
1: fooled me. <laughs> You're so right, though. Um, imagine if... Uh, we, like, just didn't watch AI. And this was the first Spielberg we talked about. No, it's a good one. Yeah. Um, I mean, this has been a long time coming in terms of a film that I wanted to talk about. Cool. Mainly because i think it's a film that deserves reappraisal i think people need to take another look at it
0: absolutely um
1: and if they hate it again that's fine but give it another look it's important Mm -hmm. um i'm kind of spoiling my entire stance here but there's a lot to talk about with this movie um and so i kind of just want to throw it to you first Corey. yeah what's your uh, history with this movie like do you remember the response at the time what like did you see it in the theater? What's the deal?
0: Yeah, I did see it in the theater. Um, I remember liking it, having fun. You know, it was also, I remember kind of feeling like, I didn't hate it like I feel like a lot of people did at the time. Sure. Or, or maybe, I can't remember, to be honest, the the response. But I feel like it's, yeah, it's one that people kind of poo poo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um I think I was just into it because it was a new Indiana Jones movie, and I guess I never thought there would be another one. Right. Um you know, last it's the last crusade. Mm-hmm. That's it. Riding That's off it. into the sunset.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's a pretty perfect ending. Yeah. Um and like he's old,
0: even he's, though he's not old. He's you know, kind
1: of old a little bit in Last Crusade. You can start to feel like, you know, the I don't know the youth and vitality of Harrison Ford, like from Raiders and even Mm -hmm. temple of doom Mm -hmm. in last crusade. You can tell, you know, he's, he's only a couple years from uh, the fugitive and, you know, kind Mm. of that, that different clear and present danger. You know, he started to take these different type of movies. Yeah. um, You know, still very much a star, but it was, he, he aged gracefully
0: into like a different type
1: of movie for him.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't think of him as, like, older or even aging in Last Crusade. Sure. Um, I feel like he's just the same. It's just Indiana Jones. That's the character. mm mm-hmm. um, But in Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, it does feel like I know the reality of Harrison Ford. The actor is old. hmm But Indy's... Fifty or sixty. Whoa, whoa. I don't know the exact age
1: that they have him in for the film, but like it's it's basically a constant conversation piece throughout the movie. Yeah. Like that, you know, like oh this is it's a little more difficult than it used to be yeah. and all that. Like I think that's one of the first lines of the movie. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a concern for the film. Like the movie knows what it's talking about in terms yeah. of all that. But he's not old. He's not that old to the point where you're like, he can't be doing this stuff. Yeah. I feel like Dial of Destiny, you know, I'm speaking. Yeah. I'm speaking before I'm seeing it, of course. Right. I, right. It could be incredible. But yeah. He is literally like in his 80s mm-hmm. making it. And I don't know what age they have him in there. It is like the space age i think it's like 68 something around there there's like the bulk of the movie yeah you imagine if he like wandered in and like watched 2001 (laughs) that would
0: be sweet actually
1: that why that's the movie that should be the movie actually yeah um (laughs) but like the point is he is incredibly old in the new one and and so it's it's interesting then to watch this movie which very much feels like a parting gift to indiana jones mm-hmm. like a a goodbye and kind of like oh maybe shia labeouf will be our new and then he yeah. grabs the hat you know yeah it's like, yeah no it's nah, my hat
0: don't you dare take my hat Yeah, <laughs> this um, is my hat this is totally my hat but hot rod reference intentional <laughs> we love it um yeah that you know watching kingdom of the crystal skull makes me feel Like that indie isn't as old as Dial of Destiny indie. Um, I remember in the theater feeling like this is harder to, um, like the suspension of disbelief is a little bit harder because of the age, sure, you know, and because how how much time passed between when was Last Crusade? I think that was like. 89 damn and then when was I'm when was about to 20, fact check it 2016 2018
1: yeah it was 89 and then uh the crystal skull is 2008
0: 2008 okay, yeah so wow. so I, was, it, I mean that and is now um, it's another
1: yeah uh, to, from 2008 to 2023 are you
0: kidding oh my god like yeah. and here's another i didn't think we'd get another indiana jones movie yeah i'm i'm into it i like the character and everything and the Mm -hmm. adventure and all that stuff but but yeah it's for sure it's a different set of indiana jones films or you know maybe they'll make another one so there's like two (laughs) trilogies i mean i would love to see this Type of
1: movie continue to be made, but that's the thing, it's just like with Jurassic Park and dinosaurs. Mm -hmm. A lot of filmmakers think it's an untouchable concept beyond like the franchise. Like, you know, we had 65 recently, which was about dinosaurs with Adam Driver, I did not see it, but a lot of those other movies are very junky and like B movie. Nothing wrong with that, but Jurassic yeah. World has like, you know, and Jurassic Park in general has a mm-hmm. very prestige kind of blockbuster quality to it yeah. where you can really afford to go all out on it. And like, that's the same thing with like Indiana Jones. Like I mm-hmm. love adventure movies. We mm-hmm. love the pulp. We mm-hmm. love mm-hmm. the tombs and the crypts and going <laughs> through all of that. Like that's... Skeletons. Exactly. Give me all of that stuff. It's so good. Um, this movie is no exception in terms of getting, like, checking the box on all of yeah. those. One of the many reasons why I love it. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's funny that I think a lot of studios are like, well, we'll just save that for Indiana Jones. Mm. But, like, it's time to evolve. Let's make it, let's get another guy who can, yeah. I don't know, crack a whip and mm-hmm. and dive into the ground.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, James Bond comes to mind as, like, another, you know, action-adventure Mm -hmm. That's, like, a lot of different locations, you know, exotic locales, um, Mm -hmm. big set pieces, stunts, you know, a lot Mm -hmm. of action. But then, yeah, it's also just, like, reserved for James Bond franchise or something. I I guess maybe there are more things like Bond, like uh, the Bourne stuff, you know, the Bourne trilogy. Mm -hmm. You know, that's, like, an agent Right. Where like indie doesn't really have a lot of uh, peers, I guess, in like movie, movie dumb. Mm-hmm. The Librarian, there is those movies. With... I never saw those. Yeah, I think I watched the first one. I can't remember, but should I
1: watch I mean... them? Or are those enjoyable? Yeah let's watch them sure all uh, right everybody here you heard it here first yeah <laughs> The next what? episodes on the librarian yeah, all three <laughs> all three triple feature uh yeah actually <laughs> i'm kind of i'm rethinking this now Yeah. Um, <laughs> separate podcast <laughs> um but no it's interesting how you bring up like suspension of disbelief because you know you think about how indiana jones is very serialized how the first mm. movie was oh. like its own thing, yeah. and then Temple of Doom is like radically different, and it was a prequel to Raiders. Oh, right, and then you get Last Crusade, which gives you at the beginning a whole bunch of like early oh, indie, I love it. you know, with River Phoenix, incredible. That's such a great opening to that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but it also kind of went back to a lot of the Nazi alternative history stuff. It, yeah. Like you know, Temple of Doom is very like occult ish mm-hmm. and plays a lot with exotic uh, racist tropes. That Mm -hmm. is very much like a 30s serial in like good and bad ways. Mm -hmm. Um, But then, yeah. So then you come to Crystal Skull and it's like, okay, well, we got, we got aliens and we got Area 51 and we got like Russians instead of Nazis. Mm -hmm. And there's a whole bunch of like kind of new updated tropes, but then it also like brings back Karen Allen. Hell yeah. And so, indiana jones is interesting because like i feel like it it's tied to certain things a lot of the time but it also is not afraid to kind of do its own thing for each movie Mm -hmm. we will Mm -hmm. see if that's true for dial of destiny but um i feel like for at least each four each of the first four movies they kind of capture their own spirit like the third one is probably the most reheated in terms Mm -hmm. of like material but it has the it has the boy you know, it has yeah. Sean Connery. Oh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, there's enough there to, you know, kind of, I don't know, differentiate
0: itself, mm-hmm. keep it, keep it fresh. There's a guy who I'm friends with whose name is Henry. And anytime I see him, mm-hmm. I say, Henry, my boy.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's such a great line, though. It's like he is an incredible uh He's an incredible performer and they yeah. really couldn't have cast him better. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. um I you know that's I get I guess I like Last Crusade. Is that your favorite? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Like, I like it, but I'm also not fully on board with it being the best one. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, Raiders is, I think, by any metric, probably the best one. Raiders
0: is incredible. Yeah. I, I love the opening, just that you never see his face, you know, until uh-huh. the end of the third movie. It's, right. It, it's crazy. No,
1: it, it um it's... The, the thing I love about Raiders is kind of just... Just the, the how the action just moves throughout, and it's so mm-hmm. just freewheeling nonstop, and the how it all escalates, and the truck chase. I mean, I could go on. Oh yeah, that movie is perfection. Really,
0: I feel I do think I feel that way about Last Crusade. Like mm-hmm. the, I like the the way it looks a little bit better too. Mm-hmm. Like, um, you think of the first one as like the raw, mm-hmm. the rawest it will ever be, and then. Last Crusade is like, you know, saturated or it, it feels like it feels more colorful or something, more full. Mm-hmm. Um and and I guess you get a little bit more of the story too with like, you know, the adventures of young Indiana Jones. Um I love that he that they like that when he cracks the whip and gets the scar. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, that they like that they give you the origin of harrison ford's scar you know Mm -hmm. that's so cool like unnecessary but what a great detail like for the character and then yeah his dad and then he's older and then brody Mm -hmm. and um well there's like so uh, many of those
1: details about how he gets like afraid of snakes and like the hat and all that that like feel like it's like the best version of like what kind of references have kind of fallen into in modern movies like you think mm-hmm. about how did you ever see the han solo movie yeah where, where they were like what's your name
0: oh right. and he's like
1: you don't have a last name and he's like well i'm, I'm just like i'm all on my own I'm
0: yeah.
1: like han oh, solo and it's like that's yeah like han solo has a name because it's han solo and it sounds cool i'm, yeah. not, I'm not looking to find out mm-hmm. <laughs> that it was just like a random like empire like yeah like, I don't know, pencil
0: pusher who it's ended a, up doing that. It's a fine line because I, like, I want to know stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But then I also know that everything doesn't need to be explained. Right. And I respect that. Mm-hmm. Um, and...
1: There's a fine line.
0: Yeah. The, like... Yeah. So, you know, it's like maybe that being the official way Han Solo got his name is, like, not the best. But... But then also, you know, you know me. I wrap the blanket, so I'm like, "Whoa, what a cool!" I never would have thought that's how he got his name. I thought it was just his name. Yeah, you know. So, so yeah, it's kind of like, you know, careful what you wish for, in a way, kind of. Mm -hmm. Not that I wished for that uh, detail. It's like the
1: eventual outcome of kind of if you get
0: those moments, eventually you're going to end up there, Mm -hmm. right? So, and you know, there's a part in uh, Crystal Skull. Like after the opening sequence, uh, Mm -hmm. which, uh, you know, the the whole lead, well, well, break, a momentary break. Yeah, momentary break. He's being silly. Come here.
1: Come
0: here. He's talking about me. I'm being silly.
1: If you'd be good, we'll try that. I don't need my notes. You just gotta, you gotta be nice. Okay? I will be nice. <laughs> you gotta be good. You can't bark.
0: Okay? Okay. All right. Um, there's always, like, a- an egregious, over-the-top action sequence in every one of the Indiana Jones movies. Mm-hmm. You know, basically every action movie that that is like, you would not survive that. Like that's unrealistic. It's awesome to see. And I can be like, Oh my God, no way. Like immediately. I, I always think of the raft in temple of doom. Yeah. Like no. Okay. You know, it's like, there's the one it's been a minute since I've seen it. So maybe there are some other ones that I'm forgetting, but that, that one always sticks out in my mind. Like that would never work, you know, but it's cool. Mm -hmm. Um, so then, in Crystal Skull, like the the refrigerator part, you know
1: the dreaded refrigerator. Everybody's <laughs> eagerly listening to this podcast, wondering, <laughs> "Oh my gosh,
0: what is what are they going to say about? Are the, we going to talk about? Are, it? are we going to?" It's a dirty word, the refrigerator. We don't shy away from the tough stuff. No, no, we 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 embrace it head on. We get in that refrigerator, <laughs> but. Lead lined. To it, it's it's an interesting. <laughs> it's almost like it's too much. It's too much. Like no way. I don't think he'd survive that. Even if he didn't survive it. No, like I mean, he's if the refrigerator saved him from the blast. <laughs> like he's crushed and a puree inside the thing from falling around in it as it tumbles you know what i mean no and and i don't those lock from the inside too or was that maybe one of the um remember in joker when he when he tries to go into the refrigerator yeah and like i think he closes the door all the way Mm -hmm. i remember hearing some like theories about he just like dies in there because it's like interesting or, you know, even though it's only, like, halfway through the movie or a little bit after. Mm-hmm. But but that's where I heard about, like, those refrigerators, like, lock. Mm. So if you're in it, you need someone on the outside. To open it yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, he could have died that way, too.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, so... All of this... I, I get all of this. Yeah. And, like, I understand it. And I, like, I, in theory, agree with it. Mm-hmm. But I'm also the first person to be, like, I do not
0: care like at all (laughs) i feel like Um, the age his age is what puts it over the edge for me in that sequence you know because it's like he he's so even like a healthy person would get broken inside that thing you know
1: and it's like i think the raft scene in temple of doom like that's more in theory or like like connected to what a serial would show, yeah. like will Captain Marvel get out of this? You know, like mm-hmm. you're like oh mm-hmm. yeah, like probably. You know, it's like it's <laughs> yeah. absurd, but yeah, yeah, he's gonna get out of this. <laughs> yeah, like that makes more sense than like, will he escape this nuclear bomb by climbing into a lead-lined <laughs> fridge inside of a nuclear testing f- fake town? Right, yeah. like that in its, of itself is, I think, too absurd for like mm-hmm. any like movie to pull off you know yeah so Mm -hmm. that kind of like for me it's like yeah it's crazy Mm -hmm. it's absurd Mm -hmm. i'm not doing any more like in terms of like defending this it's crazy he crawls out they brush him off like presumably he has like no like radiation yeah yeah um I mean, like, they, they, like, give him a, like, what seems to be, like, a radiation bath or That's something right. like yeah, that. Yeah, and then he's fine for the rest of the movie. Yeah. It's funny. Like, I, like, yeah. for me, it's, like, it's one of those message board, like, early, like, you know, log on to imdb.com after you see it. <laughs> yeah. And you see somebody in all caps being, like, most unrealistic movie ever. Yeah. Like, at that point, I'm on the movie's side. Like, you don't mm-hmm. have to. You don't have to tell me that that's absurd because it is. And mm. I, the filmmakers know. Yeah. <laughs> they wouldn't have put that in there if they didn't know it was absurd. Um, that know, doesn't mean that it works. Um, But I also, it's, I love the whole scene where he's wandering around in the town. It is fun. And, and it's just and, like, oh, how is scary. he going to get out of this? And it's like, I guess just go in the fridge. Mm-hmm. No, that's a really smart idea. Um, and then to show like the, the destruction of the town before yeah. you see what happens to him. Mm-hmm. You're like, Oh, he's not going to make, get out of this. Yeah. Um, and like the fear in his face too. Mm-hmm. You know, he looks really, he, Harrison Ford really sells the moment. Um, but then yeah, he, he, the, the fridge lands in the sand and he rolls out of it and you're like, mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's really all a lead up to like one of the more memorable images in, the uh the entire series is which when he like crawls up that hill and he looks at the mushroom cloud oh, and you're yeah. like wow indies in the nuclear age you know yeah
0: that- and it it is like a smart um thing to do for the you know to tell the audience what time it is you know right barring just saying like it's 1955 or whatever year it was in crystal skull you know
1: to really complicate things and be like we're in the nuclear age you know we're not dealing with nazis anymore we're dealing with you know communists we're Mm -hmm. dealing with you know it it works it's you know i feel like indiana jones is best in like the 1930s with nazis like that's like the fucking bread and butter of Mm -hmm. the series Mm -hmm. um but i think a lot of these ideas it's like it's interesting to see what indiana jones is like how is he involved in all this you know like where did where does this time period take him in terms of adventures Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. i that's what i really like about it um and you also like right before that scene you have that moment where he's like tossing gunpowder around and it's like magnetized and it's like
0: showing the way to like the alien uh sarcophagus or whatever it is it's a really great fake out because even i so this was like my third time watching it Mm -hmm. when we watched it right and um I had forgotten that it was that fake out because it's like you think it's the Ark of the Covenant that they're going after. Mm -hmm. um, And then when they open it, um, it's something totally different. You're like, wait, what the hell? Like, oh, yeah, I don't remember the Ark of the Covenant being magnetized or whatever, but I guess it could have been, you know? Yeah. And then you see it broken open, you know, so you do get the like, Uh, this is the place where it is, but that's not what they're after. And I thought that was really cool because like you're saying how this one checks the boxes like of the franchise, you know, you get the return to wherever that is, you know, you see the arc, like you think that's what they're going after. Like, Hey, remember this other movie we're doing something different. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, to go uh, on the topic of like things that are unbelievable maybe even more unbelievably in this same movie Mm -hmm. is the whole waterfall car thing (laughs) that one that's even worse than the temple of doom one you know it's terrible like like i think that's
1: the moment like i love this movie i think it and on most days it might be my second favorite indiana jones movie yeah um that is a moment that i can't defend <laughs> yeah. and it's it's just like it's so absurd that it becomes a you know it just becomes a complete i don't know a complete fantasy you mm-hmm. know that that's mm-hmm. kind of that's 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 what it ends up doing it's just like totally making you roll your eyes yeah um it's just like why was this a
0: decision that they made mm-hmm. um just one waterfall it's like you're writing the movie make <laughs> it one fall or whatever one you fall. know
1: well then john hurt going three times it drops yeah yeah, you know it's
0: so funny it's cool and it's cryptic you know because it's like oh what does that mean you know well three waterfalls that's what it means Mm -hmm. something i had i interrupted myself with the preposterous refrigerator waterfall scene Mm -hmm. scenes um and i forget exactly the thread that we were talking about but oh on the topic of um getting details you don't need or things that are off screen or whatever. Um, I love the stuff that alludes to other adventures. And after the um, opening scene with the refrigerator, um, when he's like being interrogated or he's talking to some, agents you know uh the one guy's like we don't trust you you know and they're like this guy's a damn war hero yeah Mm -hmm. they they say something about like another adventure you know yeah they mention i forget i forget what they say but it's uh my uh i'm reminded of escape from la Mm, the John Carpenter movie, yeah. Yeah. because um, there's a part because that's the second of the two movies. Escape from New York was the first movie. And um, in Escape from LA, there's a part where you know, Stacy Keach says to Snake is like almost thought we had you in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. So something happened in Cleveland in between the two movies. Same thing with this Indiana Jones line too. You know, it's like he's not just been sitting around since Last Crusade. Like, he's been doing stuff. Yeah, Um, and I love that about the series.
1: Just the the idea that whenever a new movie starts, you are just thrown into whatever adventure that he's currently Mm -hmm. up to. Mm -hmm. What situation Mm -hmm. he finds himself in. Yeah. That's like, you know, that's the same thing that Star Wars can do. And, like, it seems like a lot of what they're doing now, they don't want to do that. They just want to... I don't know connect to like legacy characters yeah. and you know and just bring back old shit mm-hmm. instead of understanding that the template itself is really fresh and you can do so much with it
0: yeah um it's a whole universe like go to a, any other planet exactly and, so many stories
1: and i'm kind of paraphrasing this but there was a, a a conversation like that george lucas had at the time of making this movie crystal skull mm. and how George Lucas was really determined to kind of push this movie into the future and to try Mm -hmm. different things and to really mix up indiana jones uh, you know just in general mm-hmm. and apparently steven was the tension was that steven wanted to keep it more in the past and i'm sure I'm, i haven't read the script but i'm, I'm sure that david cap had a lot of input from spielberg about bringing karen allen back mm-hmm. and a lot of like the father-son stuff that you find with mutt williams yeah. shia labeouf's character and harrison ford mm-hmm. so there's a lot there that you can feel the push and pull not not just in terms of like what's absurd and what's not, you know, like I, you know, at the end of the day, Spielberg and George Lucas agreed to have three waterfalls <laughs> fall on the roll, right? Um, at the end of the day, it is ridiculous and goofy. And that's part of the, it's very much a Saturday morning cartoon, mm-hmm. even more so than the other movies, you know, like, yeah. I mean, you know, Temple of Doom has a minecart chase in it. You know, it's not yeah. like any of these movies are beholden to like realism. Yeah.
0: Aside um, from it being live action, mm-hmm. you know, and that's where like, how long do I hang on to this is real or when do I switch to, okay, it's a cartoon. You right? Know, like, Cause
1: like, did you, have you ever seen Tintin? Mm-hmm. You know, Tintin is like very much an Indiana Jones movie, mm-hmm. it pulpy adventure and spirit. Yeah. But with that, that that switch to animation you know of yeah. the of the computer gener- generated imagery mm-hmm. he's able to like have these incredible long takes and these moments where the characters dive past debris and you know all this stuff it's yeah. like when i would if i would watch that in reality i would be like i don't buy that
0: yeah you're dead from that like.
1: but but like you know it's it's something about the switch in format mm-hmm. in you know in the in the medium essentially yeah. that you find i don't know not to be more forgiving but it's just a different way of looking at the world i guess and a yeah. different way of creating the situation mm-hmm.
0: there, so, there are no bones
1: that <laughs> are going to break that's an animated figure right <laughs> i mean let's to, to be honest I, i'm pretty sure there's multiple animated indies in this movie oh um, yeah
0: yeah they do a really good job of like hiding uh, when his stunt double comes in. Or, Definitely, um, I agree with you. Even in that very beginning scene in the in the warehouse with all the boxes, like he climbs up the boxes at one point um, mm-hmm. to like get a better view, and Harrison Ford like jumps or you know he he goes out of the frame, but the um, the shot doesn't cut. And then some spry, you know, younger person, maybe 40, uh-huh. leaps up some of those boxes, you know. And then it cuts um, to Harrison Ford, like, stepping in and standing up as if, you know, he's on the top of that box.
1: It's relatively smooth uh, throughout. Yeah. And, like, I-, I feel like the 4K disc in general, like, th- there there definitely was a little bit of a shift to the color timing because I'm sure they went back to the original negative um, for the, the not a restoration, but the remaster. Yeah. Um, And I think as a whole, the movie looks better than it ever did on DVD. It doesn't have, like, there's still very much a lot of, like, kind of early, you know, computer animated funk that comes with that type of, like, you know, it's a movie that came out in 2008. Yeah. But um, I think a lot of it holds up really well. You know, people talk about the Jungle Chase being particularly difficult to watch in terms of its compositing and a lot of the you know just the cg jungle and all that but i don't know watching it i was like this is not nearly as like egregious as some other things i've seen since
0: yeah Um, i didn't have a problem with that at all
1: especially because spielberg is like i mean if you're bothered by some maybe some pixelated vines and branches (laughs) in comparison to the action on display in that scene Mm -hmm. like the the whole uh like what the Russians have—that like big truck with the blades. Oh yeah, you know, and like how the blade rolls down and it like cuts the hole right through the uh, the truck that they're driving. Mm-hmm. So much fun oh, yeah, action yeah, yeah. in that, and when they're tossing the skull around and Mutt is like, he's doing the swashbuckling, <laughs> yeah. you know, he's doing his inner Errol Flynn in that moment. Hell yeah, you know, it's very much a a love letter to those movies. Yeah, but it kind of it, you know. I think that's what George Lucas wanted. It's kind of to push the envelope of that absurdity, mm-hmm. bring in a little bit of a campier flavor. Yeah. Um, little return of the Jedi. Yeah. Like, you know, just like a little more popcorny than even mm-hmm. some of the other films. Like, you know, if you watch Raiders, the relationship between Karen Allen and him is very dark and yeah. like, like not exactly, you know, you know, of course it's kid friendly, but when you mm-hmm. listen to some of the dialogue, you're like, Whoa, this is intense. Yeah. Um, this is very much like, we're, we're getting in, you got your popcorn, you got your yeah. soda, let's watch some, mm-hmm. let's watch, I don't know, Shia LaBeouf swing through the trees. Yeah. <laughs> it, it has those moments where you can see why people would be upset by it, but at least for me personally, I'm never drawn out of it to the point yeah. where I'm like angry at it.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and
1: I also don't have a nostalgia of the previous movies to the point where I'm upset at anything new. Yeah. Um, It's, you know, that's just a personal preference, but mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. like the prequels, the star Wars prequels, I yeah. feel like this is a movie that I don't know, suffered a lot of complaints and a lot of shit mm-hmm. simply because it was a new thing of something mm-hmm. that people loved and they were kids. Yeah. So, yeah. And it also, to be fair, I grew up with this movie. I was, Oh, Sure. I was 11 when this came out mm-hmm. almost 11 mm-hmm. so you know seeing it in the theater this was my this was awesome yeah, you know that's so cool. you know to think about that as like this is nostalgic for me now yeah but it's like you know I can have nostalgia for this and also say that it's way better than people think
0: it is. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the dial of destiny is going to ruin your child.
1: Yeah. And then I'm going to get on like Reddit and Mm -hmm. I'm going to be like,
0: this sucks. Yeah. Why didn't Spielberg direct it?
1: I mean, you know, of course I would want Spielberg to direct this because he's one of the greatest living directors.
0: Yeah. Um, And it's like his thing.
1: Yeah. Like it's Indiana Jones. I
0: associate him with these movies.
1: To be fair, he tried to get this off the ground for a while um i don't know what was going on with it and what like exactly what happened in terms of passing it over i'm it might have something to do with george lucas not being like that involved Mm. i mean i know he's an executive producer on the new one but i'm Mm. sure that's a name and nothing more Mm -hmm. um you know so i'm sure there's something to do with that but at the end of the day this one really feels like you know i think spielberg i don't even think he's that proud of this one he he doesn't really Mm. talk greatly
0: about this movie but
1: at the end of the day it's a collaboration between spielberg and george lucas and that's Mm. not nothing so yeah
0: that's in that's incredible it does kind of feel maybe like at at the time like like okay we'll do another indiana jones you know (laughs) stop stop wishing for it we'll do it yeah here it is and then it's like aliens i don't know
1: I, like, my God, that's one of the things I have no... I have no hesitation in being like, hell yeah,
0: aliens. I do, I do remember thinking the jungle scene was, like, a little lame, I think, in the theater. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, the the la- the next time I watched it, and then especially this, this final time... <laughs> You're never I'll gonna never, watch? <laughs> because I had such a good time watching it this last time. It mm-hmm. was the best I felt... Um, <laughs> No, like I did actually I feel like every time I watch Crystal Skull now mm-hmm. the trend has been I've liked it more and more or it's felt it, it's settling into the Indiana Jones of old or you know it's yeah. like it's it's not as far removed from the last crusade, you know. Mm-hmm. Um and I really like that about this viewing. Because, not that I didn't like it the first time, but I think there were just, it it was new, like, how's this going to hold up? You know, they have to check the boxes. He's old, so I already am, like, not going to believe this or whatever. Mm -hmm. But then, you know, like... Are parts of it dumb? Is like, is Karen Allen being back like a good idea, or is it just like, hey? There's a know. lot
1: of expectations when a movie yeah. is new, especially in a
0: franchise like this. Mm-hmm. And it's like, did that hold up? Like, does this make sense? Would Indy be doing these things, or you know, it's like all those considerations on that first viewing. In a yeah. way, it's
1: almost like unfair to the movie, but mm. you know. That's what people think about when they see a movie for the first time that's mm-hmm. within this universe, yeah, that's so beloved like mm-hmm. of course people are gonna have unfair expectations and are gonna be thinking about why is this like that and why is she back and yeah you know what's the point of bringing in this character mm-hmm. all of that I get like I mm-hmm. get everybody kind of coming in with a critical eye, yeah but i I definitely agree with you like the more I watch this. The more it, I think, it just fits in nicely with the other movies. Yeah. It, like time has been, I dare I say, kind to it. Yeah. Especially when looking at like what movies are now, you know, not mm-hmm. that they're bad. Yeah. are <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, in movies terms of in terms in terms of summer tent poles and all mm-hmm. of that, mm-hmm. this movie has a real class and uh, I don't know, just like comfort to it mm-hmm. that feels old fashioned. And you know, and yeah. that's kind of like the key. You know, like there's the scene where Shia LaBeouf, uh Mutt Williams, mm-hmm. who I just I think the character's so funny. I, yeah. I think he's good. He's Great good in the name. movie. Uh I'm I, I like Shia LaBeouf's role in this. Yeah. Um, but there's this the moment where they go to the tomb to look for uh God, I'm forgetting the guy's name. I don't know. They were looking for the guy who they're like, he might know where the skull is, or, mm-hmm. you know, they might know where John Hurt is, or whatever. Yeah. Following uh, his friend's steps, Indiana Jones' friend's steps. Mm-hmm. And they get there, and, like, there's these two, like, crypt keepers that, like, guard. Mm-hmm. The, and they're shooting poison darts at him, and they're oh, yeah, jumping yeah. through tunnels. Yeah. And then, you know, there's the classic line where Mutt Williams says, You're a teacher? And then, mm-hmm. under, like, there's lightning and, like, all these leaves behind Indiana Jones. And he's like, yeah. this is after he's, like, shot a gun at one of them, at yeah. the Crypt Keepers. <laughs> and he goes, part-time. And it's like, <laughs> fuck yeah, this yeah. is exactly what I want. Mm-hmm. You know, and then they go in and there's, like, the secret passageway with, like, that disc that they have to lean on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, they get there and there's all the skeletons of the conquistadors. And, you know, it's very, like, the production design. Mm-hmm. Um how uh, Janus uh, Kaminski, how he uh, kind of copies the Indiana Jones look in a lot of ways. He yeah. gets it down. Uh, he really does. Yeah. So a lot of it, especially with this new 4K disc, which is just gorgeous, mm-hmm. you can see how well they've like attempted in this movie to emulate oh, the original three.
0: Yeah, the some of the lighting too, mm-hmm. like and even the, you know, I don't want to call it like a filter or whatever, but like the, the filmic look of it mm-hmm. and, and that like eighties, you know, seventies lighting too, um, Yeah, you know, where you have that, like, like the, the, the backlit, you know, like you can, it feels like it's a set, even yeah. though they're like outside, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like, but then it doesn't feel like a set, but it looks like the lighting of a set. Which is cool because that throws back, like, um, to the older movies and then even to movies of the 50s, Uh you know, like, so it kind of brings it all together. And yeah, it does have a I remember commenting on that and and just enjoying the the, like texture of this movie that's way newer. Um, And, you know, it's like not as preposterous. In general, like the alien stuff, uh-huh. um, it's not as preposterous um, as the first viewing, or uh-huh. you know, like, because it feels a little jumping the shark or whatever. Like, what can I mean? I know there's all there's adventures all over the place, you know, sure. This one just happens to involve another dimension or whatever, and you know, uh-huh. the universe and like incredibly different stuff, like huge implications and then how can we ever you know go forward from there this feels like the farthest it could go you know alien like how space. do you
1: how do you end a movie like you know where he's like knowledge was their treasure you know that looks silly <laughs> you know it's like like that's pretty much the end of indiana jones once he finds out that there's inter- interdimensional beings yeah. and all that stuff mm-hmm. um
0: mm-hmm. But it it feels, it feels like grounded, though. Yeah. At least this last viewing, my final viewing, Mm -hmm. um, it felt like it didn't feel as big or crazy, you know, or like, or like aliens, you know, I could see like, yeah, the the atom bomb or whatever. And, Mm -hmm. you know, the, the atomic age, but. To go to aliens, it's like, I don't know, you know, I mean, yeah, there's even, (laughs) there's even a part where you can tell, or, you know, they don't say aliens, Yeah. like one of the characters is like, I think it's Shia LaBeouf asks the question and the answer is, you know, or he's like, what are these things or whatever? And it's like, Indy gives him a look and you can just feel the guy, the ancient aliens meme (laughs) (laughs) aliens you know it doesn't need to be said everyone in the audience is thinking it Mm -hmm. you know we get like a little chuckle because like they don't have to say it um so i think you know there was some some of that popularity at the time that show you know a lot of conspiracies and whatever so it was like tapping into and then yeah roswell and all that stuff oh my gosh
1: that scene where the 50s that scene where they're like uh the cia guys are questioning uh, Indiana Jones after he gets out of the, the whole Area 51 mm-hmm. skirmish and all that mm-hmm. and uh, they're like well you were involved in that uh, situation and was it 48 or something mm-hmm. I don't remember when Roswell that, was yeah, 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 and yeah. he gives this great monologue where he talks about like how he was brought into a brought into a car with no windows and I wasn't allowed to talk to anybody yeah. and we you know he gives this whole thing and at the end he, gets, he goes so t- you tell me what was in the box and it kind of makes you think about just, I don't know how Indiana Jones is starting to be. Uh, there's a lack of trust between him and his country,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, and there's a lot of interesting layers to that, yeah. and to like how the you know America has become lost in conspiracy yeah. and all of these different ideas.
0: Mm-hmm. He's uh, old; people don't know who he is anymore.
1: Yeah, like the the movie does thread a lot of these like themes really well, mm-hmm. and I think connecting it to the atomic age and also the age of atom bombs Mm -hmm. uh giant like ants because of radiation Mm -hmm. martians right like all of that i think fits well with him kind of i don't know trying to find his like i don't know his way out of this you know Mm. it's not quite as definitive as i think dial of destiny is going to be in terms of i'm curious to listen to this episode after like we see it um (laughs) but You know, that movie, it seems that it's going to be a real love letter and a conclusion. I
0: mean, for God's sakes, it better be. (laughs) Yeah, or Um, just CG young Harrison Ford.
1: Well, apparently like a good 20 or 30 minutes is DH stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, So Mm -hmm. that's going to be interesting to see, I guess, to say the least. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, this movie, it does have that kind of feel to it, but it never quite shuts it fully. Yeah. So you know, I yeah, I, I I'm watching this. I'm not like, yeah, they. Why did they even try to make another one? Like it feels yeah. like, yeah, you can do
0: another one. Yeah, this this is just what happened next. Yeah. you know, just one of the one of the times where we get dropped in and we get to see what's going on mm-hmm. in the world. And yeah, like um, something you mentioned when we were watching it is like the uh, the whole. Beginning with Kate Blanchett and getting the... Yeah, we haven't even talked about her.
1: She's <sighs> oh so good in this. Yeah,
0: yeah. But, I, I
1: love her, just her her uh, exaggerated accent mm-hmm. and her, uh, her like, her eyes. Like, the, her eye acting.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's scary. She kind of looks like an alien, <laughs> sort of, with, like, you know, the way, like, the haircut comes, like, right down to her cheekbones, you mm-hmm. know, and then she's got kind of, like, a sharper chin or whatever, mm-hmm. like... Like, she has that kind of, that kind of, like, classic, you know, alien head look or whatever. For sure. Um, But, yeah, the way that that whole opening makes you think it's the Ark of the Covenant, and then it's not, and then it's something else, and what is that, you mm-hmm. know? And then, and then that kind of gets swept under the rug, or, or, you know, he gets rescued, or they get a- away, you know, and then, and then there's other stuff happening, mm-hmm. Um. Um and then some of the details come in with, uh, or, you know, doesn't he get fired?
1: Yeah, um, he gets fired. Well, what happens is um, the, every- the, the the CIA is starting to snoop around because they straight up don't believe him. Yeah. And they think he's involved with the Russians and all that, which this this kind of ties into like Neo McCarthyism too. Mm-hmm. And like how uh, a lot of actors and, and people of stature at that time were being questioned because they how dare they have thoughts that aren't uber conservative yeah um so there was a lot of that uh that kind of ties in but yeah they're they're like ransacking his office and Mm -hmm. all that and Mm -hmm. the the board is like upset about it and so i think they like put him on leave paid leave oh yeah but then his friend has to resign yeah from his uh Uh, his
0: status as dean solidarity yeah no exactly Mm -hmm. hell yeah and then how how it then like the traces of the rest of the adventure you know with mutt like start coming together and um yeah and john hurt and they're like following the clues and then it turns out they're looking for Oh, these skulls! You know, mm-hmm. okay, cool. Let's let's check that out, and then how that it then ties back into the Cape Blanchett stuff, and how that's like you're saying it starts with being in the middle of an adventure mm-hmm. that is going to conclude. You know, and then and then we'll get into the movie, but that is still part of the whole whole plot. Yeah. So like, it's the whole movie, even though it kind of like you get a little bit and then the you know and then other stuff is happening and then they're coming back in and and i really like that uh, the clue following you know national treasure that that's like Hell yeah. that's maybe another closest baby's first indiana jones yeah Yeah. no but like those are
1: good movies and like they play with like american conspiracy and like Mm -hmm. what if there was a door behind george washington's head (laughs) on mount rushmore you know yeah (laughs) like stuff
0: like that puzzles and riddles and clues and maps or whatever. you know yeah um so that stuff is super fun and yeah then the way that it's like the way it's like oh man that the skulls and the the Aztecs, you know, the Mayans or whatever, and mm-hmm. you know it starts to it, the way that it builds up to aliens. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like is gradual. Again, in this in this viewing, you know, I have felt that a lot more. It felt a lot more grounded and like sure. less preposterous, like it said.
1: It definitely, I, I'm not here to argue that it's completely grounded in reality. Like, if <laughs> yeah. anyone
0: who watches this with open
1: eyes, I you know, I can tell you that it has its absurd moments. Yeah. But, like, it moves by. It's such a breezy clip. Like, yeah. there's not really a second for me to... Like, linger on the bad bits because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it's so jammed packed with great stuff. You know, yeah. you, you have the, the whole scene with the ants we didn't even talk about, yeah, the big fire ants that's mm-hmm. like right out of a classic, you know, jungle movie from the 50s. Yeah, you know, like th- the references that they pull, you know, the quicksand mm-hmm. and all that. Mm-hmm. There's so much fun stuff here that is presented with such glee. You know, it's like yeah. what you know, like Spielberg yeah. and Lucas were like, what if there were. Big fire ants. Yeah. You know, and how like you know how the henchman always dies in like a really yeah. tense way in these yeah. movies? Yeah. How this guy literally has fire ants crawling in his oh mouth God. and then he's taken Carried. into the oh. nest. Oh. Unbelievably brutal. Yeah. Great, great shit. Mm-hmm. Um I mean, this entire movie's full of fun stuff. I, I know that the general yeah. consensus is that it starts stronger than it ends. Hmm. People think that. once it gets to the jungle it kind of loses its footing Mm -hmm. i don't think that's unfair to say but i also think that the jungle like basically the jungle chase the fire ants the Mm -hmm. whole scene where they're like running on top of the pyramid and then they have to like run down those steps that are disappearing Mm -hmm. there's so much fun stuff there that i can't really get mad at like you know those moments where i'm like yeah uh, I conveniently ignore that for the sake of my argument. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I
0: love the end to where the you know the whole temple gets like demolished.
1: And yeah, and the, then the saucer you can barely kind of see oh, the yeah, saucer yeah, yeah, that yeah. comes That's out. Dope.
0: Mm-hmm. Just being able to to make out that classic shape. Uh, you get to see it. You don't get to see it. Mm-hmm. You know, was that a UFO? Like, of course it was, but like. Uh just the way it's obscured you know like so many photos but then yeah then it's like no one's gonna believe there's no way you could tell Uh because everything's like demolished and then the water comes in and floods it you know there's just like no evidence left. Yeah. And that's that's pretty cool. I mean,
1: that's like very much like Raiders too, where you have oh, the yeah, yeah. you know the the Nazi army is purged after they have that mm-hmm. ceremony mm-hmm. in the ark of the covenant and then they I think they get up there and all that's in there is sand, you know. Yeah. Um which is like so cool. Like yeah. you know the, the 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 mighty power of God mm-hmm. in these movies. Oh, very much yeah. the aliens here are seen as like they have so much knowledge that a human can't stand it. It's, oh, a, you know, so like Kate, Blanchett. Kate Blanchett's like, Sh- I want to know everything. You got to mm-hmm. tell me everything right now. I got to know it. Mm-hmm. And then they like look into her eyes and her eyes like start burning. Yeah. Because of the sheer power <laughs> of their interdimensional
0: wrath. She's such a Karen. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, but I kind of love her death because like... It's cool. Even though she starts saying like, okay, stop. Like that's too much. I like the fact that she gets to see some stuff that... Nobody else has ever seen. Like, and then
1: she kind of she turns into like dust, and she gets taken up into the ship. Yeah. So I'm almost like, did she? Like that looks horrible and painful, mm-hmm. but also she might be an interdimensional being now. We don't maybe, know.
0: Maybe maybe she like transcended and like lost all of her ego or whatever. And yeah, she's like just one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very possible, you know. And and just just to imagine the secrets of the universe or whatever mm-hmm. they were showing her, you know? Um, that's Um This movie, that's so why cool. I
1: like that. It's very much mm-hmm. a fresh air of like the type of stuff that Indiana Jones is dealing with, you mm-hmm. know, like uh, as much as I love, you know, parts of the last crusade, I feel like the whole Holy grail element is just like, I get it. Like, you know, mm-hmm. we're going after another religious artifact. Yeah, We're dealing yeah. with God's wrath again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, this has like a similar vibe, but it, like you said, there's that ancient aliens flavor to it. Yeah. There's the conspiracy vibes, the, the distrust mm-hmm. and paranoia, of the
0: fifties. Yeah. It's like, and,
1: yeah. and then it's a jungle movie too. So yeah. it's like,
0: it's got so much great stuff. Mm-hmm. It's um, like cosmic, but yeah, it's not God necessarily. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You pointed out something really, um, smart about the way that, yeah, it's like a jungle serial. Mm-hmm. um, some of those adventures, or I guess it was like the, I mean, clearly it's in the jungle, but but the way you put the context to that scene with Shia LaBeouf, you know, like swinging Yeah, along. Tarzan. Tarzan, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, that's, that's what it was.
1: Yeah. I'm not saying it isn't cringy to some extent, but like, it's also like, just let it, let, yeah, go with have it. Have some fun. Watch him swing from the branches for God's sake. Yeah, legs. yeah. Let him do it. He's going with the monkeys. Mm-hmm. And then the fact where he, <laughs> he lands back into the truck... Yeah, and he looks at, <laughs> he looks at Indiana Jones, and he goes like, "Whoa!" And then Indy <laughs> like is smiling, and he's like, "Whoa!" And it's like this recognition <laughs> that they're on an adventure together. Yeah. I'm like, how can you not like that? Yeah.
0: That's so fun. Um, and it's really not that that big of a part of the movie, you know. And it makes sense that he's like he has to get back to the trucks, right? Know? But I like, can cl- see, like
1: close your eyes if you're so scared. I can like, see. Of, of, of upsetting uh, yeah. you. I don't know. The For- like
0: the, the curmudgeon-y part of it being like, well, why even write that in there then? You know, like just just take it out and it just doesn't happen. It's right. just more of the sword fighting on the on the Jeeps or whatever. But right. but like you said, the Tarzan, you know, like how each one of these uh, Indiana Jones movies like taps into a different kind of serial, you know, adventure. Mm-hmm. Um and that really Hit it for me. I was like, I mean, again, this viewing, I liked it a lot more. And I even that part, you know, I was like, this is just fun. But then but then to put the Tarzan on top of it and see those influences. In this movie, like from the old stuff, mm-hmm. just elevated even more. And it's like, yeah, you know, fucking last crusade came into the crystal skull. <laughs> this movie's awesome. <laughs> Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones 4.
1: Um, I guess my last point I want to touch on besides, you know, that this movie fucking rules it's great. Um, is uh, the ending itself, which is mm. he gets married to Karen Allen oh, in yeah. this wonderful ceremony. Mm-hmm. It's a really sweet ending it's just like they look like two little little seniors having a cute little wedding it's Mm -hmm, adorable mm -hmm. but then there's the moment where the as the john williams music swirls the door flings open mysteriously by the wind Mm -hmm. and the hat like flies off of like the coat hanger that it's on Mm -hmm. and it goes up to shia labeouf and he's about to put it on and harrison ford goes with the smile and puts it on his head and it's like I know Spielberg has already referenced *The Quiet Man* in *ET* as the scene where oh. he like grabs the girl's hand and he kisses her. You know, with, you know the whole scene with the frogs.
0: Dude, it's been a while. been a while since we've seen a *ET*. Mile
1: well, there's a moment where like he remember *ET* remembers like what's on TV, mm-hmm. and and sees the famous kissing scene where John Wayne grabs Maureen O'Hara and pulls pulls her to him and they they kiss and like the rain and the thunder, okay. you know, the wind and all that. And I'm just like, you know, like the the supernatural, like the wind here that flies and, oh. and kind of carries the carries the hat. I was like, it's it's kind of John Fordian a little bit. It's a little bit John Ford. Spielberg. You no, know, and you know, and it's like it's not quite like an it's not so explicit as to like be like E. T., which has that moment yeah. literally in the film. Yeah. But gosh, man, that, that that man loves John Ford. Yeah, You know, and obviously mm-hmm. going up to the Fablemans. Oh, Fablemans. So it's
0: insane.
1: Uh, it's just, oh my god, the Fablemans unlocked so much Spielberg in me.
0: Yeah,
1: I totally agree. Like, Like, it unlocked so many different facets of, like, what I love about him, and also
0: how I think about his movies. Yeah, and then watching all of his stuff again, I think there was even a part during Crystal Skull where we were like, Fablemans. You mm-hmm. know? And it's just like, Yeah, it's so cool to see – yeah, you said it was a skeleton key to his, like, stuff. No, for sure. it's so cool.
1: And, you know, at the end of the day, you know, I I kind of – Indiana Jones, I keep kind of separate, you know, to a lot of Spielberg. You know, he made Raiders when he was kind of down on his luck after uh, after 1941. And he Mm. was basically like, I'm going to make this under budget. And he did. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's like the the movie was kind of a low budget, like risk in a lot of ways. Um, You know, of course, you know, it it was Spielberg saying it's a risk. So at the end of the day, it was it was going to do fine. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, But to think about it, you know, as kind of these these scrappy adventure films that kind of became a blockbuster franchise. It's really cool to see this one the fact that this one exists that this one exists is amazing yeah. like i'm just i'm happy that it exists it's fun it's yeah. light it's got the jokes it's got it's got the uh, the weight of being an indiana jones movie mm-hmm. you know the the mm-hmm. proper john williams score behind oh, it yeah. harrison ford's charisma i mean yeah y- the chase scene through the college on the motorcycle yeah. we didn't even talk about that
0: yeah motorcycles whips trains Uh, Crypt keepers, skeletons, (laughs) tombs. Yeah. The whole nine yards. Yeah, Um, it does it all. This movie is a lot better than I think it gets credit for. mm -hmm. And definitely upon further viewings, as far as my opinion goes, it gets better.
1: mm -hmm. Um, I I think so, too. I I think it's pretty firmly my second favorite Indiana Jones, I, I, mm-hmm. Raiders is pretty much untouchable as a as an action film. Yeah, as the the embodiment of the character, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. just the the darkness of it is really great. And yeah. God, you know, you just you love watching those Nazis' faces melt and explode yeah. at the end. I mean, yeah. come on, it's the best. Um, and Temple of Doom is I love Temple of Doom too. It's just oh. there's a lot to Golly, it. Ooh, I mean, there's a lot to it Brutal. that is that is tough to watch now, um, okay. and like kind of just difficult to parse through. And it's mean it's probably like, mm. I mean, he was going through a divorce at the time. So it's mm. like, you get it. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> you get mm-hmm. the, like the intensity of it, the, just yeah. the, I don't know. It's, it's very kind of vicious almost. Mm. Um, but it, like we've been talking about that kind of captures its own kind of exotic interest in the serials. Um, yeah. as much as it also does perpetuate a lot of stereotypes. So, yeah, um but in terms of this movie
0: yeah
1: oh my gosh of course it's an you got to watch it again people uh dial of destiny is coming out give this movie Mm -hmm. another chance gear up if you watch this before dial of destiny it might maybe it makes dial of destiny look a lot better (laughs) maybe it makes dial of destiny look a lot worse i don't know what Mm -hmm. your opinion is going to be on Mm -hmm. this movie
0: but i like it a lot so yeah i liked it a lot more watching it this time it's always fun to watch movies with you, will oh Corey, <laughs> gosh, <laughs> no! I that mean, that's definitely you know the the experience around the movie too. It always plays into the movie itself, you know, no matter if you've seen it a hundred times or for your first time. You know? I mean,
1: we're recording this really late. We watched this on Memorial Day, yeah. Um, and we just, you know, we had a great afternoon and we threw this on and like this is the this is a summer movie. It was great. Yeah. yeah.
0: No, that's the vibe. Yeah, just good adventure, yeah, fun. Mm-hmm. Not taking it too seriously. Yeah. It this movie's gonna age well. That's I mean right. it, it already has, and I think it it will continue. The farther out we get, um, the more it settles into the franchise, you know. Yeah, definitely.
1: Well, Corey, thanks for being on another episode of Another Look. We're going to be back next week with Corey's oh, pitch Should I say what no, it don't is you now? Dare. don't you dare.
0: I mean, you can if you want. It's fine. No, I won't. <laughs> but it's a good one. <laughs> it's a good one. You're going you're gonna to like it. Will, as always. On Air Handshake. Very good. Cheers. Pleasure doing business with you. Oh, yes, of course. Everybody, we'll see you.